with another chapter of Formula One about to start, will it be the same story or we have some new surprises? We're here to break this all down for you. Welcome into the F1 Starting Grid. I'm your lovely host, Brock Young. We have the Mike Allen joining us right now. How you doing, Mike? Good, good, good. Ready for the man. I'm ready for tomorrow. Tomorrow it starts. I'm, I'm just, I got goosebumps right now. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, this is exciting. Exciting times. We have, in fact, we're about to break down Bahrain here. Um, it is a beautiful trek, in my opinion, at least. It's not the longest track, but it's not the shortest track. It is um, about the middle, middle part of the calendar. It's 25 turns, 3.3 miles in length. That's about 5.4 kilo, kilometers. The distance of the race itself is 308 kilometers, which comes up to be 100 and, 191 miles per and I know there's only two tracks in the Middle East right now because we're going to have a, we're going to discuss Jeddah here in a minute. But um, for me, I love this much better than uh, than Abu Dhabi. I think it's you know I, I just love night courses altogether. I think it's just a beautiful course. I don't know what uh, what did your take on uh, the new track there? Well, you know, I like what they did last year when they had two races at Bahrain because mm -hmm. one was canceled. I think it was the U.S. race was canceled. So they had two races at Bahrain. And uh, the course is set up. It has so many different configurations for, uh, you know, Grand Prix racing, for endurance racing, for everything. And it was cool that they had the first race, they had the lights around the course, and then they flipped the switch and it flipped it to the new course, kind of like a visual, and that was kind of neat. Uh, it's a well-maintained uh, track. Uh, a lot of money went into it. It's one of the, 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 from what I hear, it's one of the favorite tracks to run on, not the weather, because it's very hot. And of course, when you're sitting in, in a race car, it's very hot. But uh, I mean, the course is just challenging enough. A lot of great straightaways, a lot of opportunities to overtake. So mm -hmm. it's a nice course. I like it. I like playing it on that game you got me hooked on, too, by the way. <laughs> I actually quit playing that game. I'm so, sorry. That's, that's my that's my favorite. Hey, you know, when I have my alone time on my magical poop stealing water chair, I'm right in there, man, in the DRS <laughs> trying to get through. <laughs> I don't know where to take it from here. I appreciate that. <laughs> the Bahrain's going to be fun. Uh, the last, uh, you know, I just brought this up because we we're going to talk about our predictions of who's going to win. Uh, the last, oh, shoot, I just had it up. <clears throat> the last six races were split between Ferrari and Mercedes. Mm. So it was easy. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, the Nico Rosberg, uh, won it in 14, 14 and 15. It was Mercedes uh, with Lewis. 16, Nico Rosberg won it. Then Sebastian Vettel won it two years in a row, 17 and 18. And then 19 and 20, it was Lewis Hamilton. So and we were talking a little bit before the show when we were talking about the drivers. You know, right now, Lewis Hamilton with the car that he's in and, and just where he's set himself up with, it's, it's his to lose. Really, if someone's going to win at Bahrain, something's going to have to happen to Lewis Hamilton. His car's going to have to break down. He's going to have to have an accident or get a penalty for something to hold him back, uh, which is what happened last year. The only the only races Lewis Hamilton did not win were the ones where he did not finish or he got penalized. So, uh, you know, it's hard to bet against him. He's like 
you know, he's the Tom Brady of F1. You, you can't bet against him. It's if everything's working right and his car's working, he's tough to beat. Well, to that point also, um, the two races they had in Bahrain were memorable for two different reasons. One is George Russell, and you pointed out about Lewis Hamilton not finishing or not participating in that race. Um, and the second one was Romain Grosjean's terrible crash that happened. Um, do you see any special event happening this go around? You know, I, I hope it's a clean race. I hope that somebody challenges for the podium. Uh, I would like to see more parity. Of course, I'm going to be pulling for my team Williams. We've had some lean years the last five years. Uh, and, you know, something I like doing is I, and YouTube is so fantastic, by the way. And if anybody yeah. uh, wants to really look back into the history of, of F1, uh, I can't remember the channel. I think it's called The Race. Uh, but you can go back and have like a preview of year 1991 and that previews the whole year and you can watch all those drivers and stuff. Uh, but what now the preview for the last three years has been pretty much the same Hamilton Botas, they're stopping. So uh, in Bahrain, it's Hamilton's to lose, you know, Verstappen's going to be right up in there if his car, especially with Honda, the way it is, I would even, Verstappen is the only one that I think that that has an outside chance of of taking the crown from Hamilton, hmm. and it could be his last year, only because Honda Honda has thrown everything at this, because it's basically they're getting out of gasoline engines. So this is the last they want to go out on top, and Red Bull's a good team. They're a fantastic team. So, uh, I mean, it's hard to it's 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 hard to sit here and say anything, but Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas. If their cars, if their car, if there's no mechanical difficulties, you know, anything outside of just racing, if they run a clean race, that's that's your top three, and it's an easy pick. And I know if there's no challenge, I'm not stepping out on a limb here, <laughs> but you know, that's until until things change and we get a little more information uh, that you, you can't you can't bet against Hamilton. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and do the picks down since you gave us years. Uh, Chaz has Lewis, Botas, and Max, which I think that's a good overround pick. Now, I got to be different. I'm going to die on this hill. Um, <laughs> I know it's uh, – I agree with you, Mike. I think it's going to be Lewis. Lewis is Hamilton's one last year. We're going to get to the Twitter poll here in a minute. But Lewis Hamilton's last year, um, I think he's still going to win the championship. It's still Mercedes going to win the constructors. I could be wrong. I don't know. But going into this race with um, – I still think Mercedes doesn't have all together from – yes, it's testing a couple of weeks ago. They're going to fix whatever they're going to fix. But um, I just got to be different. So I want to do this right here. I got Max at number one, Lewis at number two. And I was debating if I put – but Botas number three. But once again, I'm going to be a little different. I'm going to put Sergio as number three. Wow. Did you? Yeah. And so, I think he's capable. I, I think, think he's going to have a good car. I think he's, you know, a lot of these drivers are held back because of their car. We saw that with with uh, George Russell last year when he stepped into the seat to take Hamilton's place, and he was leading the race, and all of a sudden something went wrong with the car. I mean, come on, <laughs> you know, come on. They they can't have somebody else winning a Mercedes car, and it's right. not Hamilton, you know. 
especially George Russell, who hasn't gotten out of 17th place the entire season. All of a sudden, he's P1. (laughs) I know uh, Williams was calling, stop, make him stop, make him stop. No, no, don't win him. Do something in the pits, please. No. Uh, It wasn't Williams. Williams would have been glad to have him win because then it would, well, you know, and and that's another thing about the TV series that they just glossed over the whole changeover at Williams. You know, it's decades of one of the oldest teams in F1. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's your last last one. Bye. I would have dedicated a whole, you know, at least a whole episode to just that because there was a time when Williams was F1 racing. Right. They were constantly winning the Constructors Challenge. They were constantly having, you know, Nigel Mansell, uh, 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 Senna, I mean, just killing it. Mm-hmm. And now it's, you know, they're tweeting out, yay, 17th and 18th. Come on, what? <laughs> Are you happy your cars made it across the finish line? Yeah. Dead last? I mean, come on. <laughs> Now, once again, I'm going out on a limb. I'm not going to die on this hill, this hill though. Um, Ferrari was saying that they were hoping that their expectations for this year is number three. Now, I have them at number three in my picks as far as constructors, but um, they had a pretty good testing. Um, I think Sergio, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Carlos will probably be a, a benefit to that team. I don't see him lasting more than a few years because I think Schumacher will probably get into that seat. I think um, unless something happens, I think Charles is their number one guy right now. It will be that way for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I do see some. Oh, yeah. I do see some good things with uh, Ferrari, though. I think they're going to be very. I think will be very competitive at least going into Bahrain because they were very good in testing. Um, they have a new power unit. Um, and I, I think they're the type of team, they're not like Haas right now, thank God, who's shooting for 2022 or, or whatever they're doing. I don't know what the hell they're doing. But um, I think they're really trying to work at this season. And so I think they're going to be, they're going to have something special this season. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Charles maybe even get to the number, number three on the podium. In Bahrain, but I ha- I'm still sticking with Sergio. So, um, but I want to talk talk about this Williams right quick. I think you're on to something here. I don't have him as high. I think I have him like at number seven or eight on my picks for the whole entire year. But I think they probably will be able to do something this season. Um, I think they probably start this weekend in Bahrain. I think George Russell and their team with uh, Dalton Capital and the new new uh, CEO and, and new new leads they have there, I think they're probably be able to do something in this season. I think uh, I think George Russell will probably give them a run for their money in Bahrain this, this season. Well, they'd definitely be midfield. Uh, they tested well. And but but I got to be honest with you, you know, I watched the te- I went back and watched the replay of it. I didn't watch it live, so I could just really kind of take my time and watch it. And I haven't seen that many sandbags since the invasion of Normandy. I mean, you got 
you know <laughs> that Mercedes has a better car than what they rolled out there and like, oh, I don't know what kind of problems we're having. Come on, man. It's all theater. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I was encouraged by Ferrari, though. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm, the Ferrari used to be like the New York Yankees of F1. You know, everybody loves to hate Ferrari because when you go to Italy, you're not going to get a seat to at Monza unless you're Italian. And uh, <clears throat> and they've and they've had a great history with with F1, and they're one of the they're one of the historical teams. And I and I like the fact that they kind of went back to their older red and got away from that. You know, they're they're kind of reaching back to their history, and uh, uh, I want to see them do well. You want to see them do well because. You know, you gotta love, gotta love Ferrari. Because mm -hmm. Alonzo Ferrari once said, uh, "Aerodynamics is for those who can't build engines." I love it. That is my favorite quote, quote from Ferrari. <laughs> and that was back in the, you know, in the day when. That was back in the day. It's not now. Now it's you know it's this combination of both. But but. Uh, uh, you know, just a rich racing history. So I, I want to see them do well, just because they should do well. Yeah, they have the they have the heritage to do well. And uh, to your point on that, I mean, we talked about uh, the liveries last week, and I know they're not going to have it on their car, but I could not stand that green mission window on their car. <laughs> I know they're going to not going to have it on their car this season, but it's just for me, Lynn. <laughs> you know. That Hey, that's a callback, though. It's a callback. But I like that blend between looking at it now, the bright red, going the Ferrari red going into that burgundy. I kind of like yeah. it. I mean, I'm, I'm warming up to it more and more. And seeing an end testing underneath those lights look really good. Um, what about Yuki? You know, that's the dark horse, isn't it? I mean, he could just, he's on a good team. Uh, he's a good, he's a good racer. He's, he's come out of, uh, uh, you know, he's come out of a good heritage. Oh man, everything's going on here. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, he made it to F1 and, and he knocked out, he knocked out some seasoned F1 drivers to get his seat. So, you know, he's the unknown right now. Yeah. I don't know. He drove well and tested. I mean, he's obviously fearless. So, and coming up through F3 and F2, he's he's one of the ones to beat. So, it, it, it's, and it's good to see. I mean, it's good to see a non-European in a seat. And you kind of have to root. You got you to gotta root for him, you know. Uh, I'd like to see an American in there. I'd like to see... Uh, more more drivers from Japan since Honda and and especially Yamaha have such deep roots in racing. Mm -hmm. I think more I think more uh, you know more drivers should come out of those countries. Absolutely, and, and uh, other Japanese drivers have come into F one and done very well. And how how cool would that be that if Yuki came out of nowhere and just blew everybody away and was right there on the podium most weekends pushing Hamilton for the championship. That would be cool. That would be something I could root for. Even though you don't like Red Bull and Alfred Torrey is the 
Well, it's not that I don't like Red Bull. <laughs> I don't like Haas. Mm. Red Bull is kind of like the one you have to beat. So, of course, you're going to have a little bit of animosity. Uh, I would like to see AlphaTauri do better than Red Bull. That would be cool. <laughs> with, with Yuki, it's a possibility. I, I really truly believe the man is humble. He not only is learning, but he also, being 20 years old, he also already has a wealth of knowledge. He mm -hmm. has one of the shortest tenures in the development stages from Formula 4 all the way to Formula 2. He has one of the shortest stages because he's that good. Yeah. And I just feel that he has that championship potential in him in fact coming up later on in the next coming weeks we're going to have a poll out too for you guys who will win the championship first will it be schumacher or will it be sonoda oh that's wow that's going to come up in the next couple of weeks though that's well, we don't really know how good schumacher is we know how good his dad was mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously he had that mentorship and he came up through the ranks like everybody else. And he got a seat on F1, but you kind of have to, you know, that's kind of a Lance Stroll type thing. He's He's got a seat in F1 because of what his dad did mm -hmm. and what he's done up to this point with that little bit of advantage. Now he's got to prove himself. So, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, it's very rare in sports where a son follows a father uh, to the same level. So I'm going to root for him. But if I would have to, if you were to ask me today who I think has a better chance of, of being better or winning a championship first, first I'm going to go with Yuki. Mm. Just because he came out of nowhere. He, he had to fight for everything he's got. Which actually leads us to our Twitter question this past week. We discussed this uh, a couple of weeks ago with uh, Chaz and I, but um, and once again, <laughs> I'm going to die on this hill. I really believe, and I think you too, Mike, that this is going to be Lewis Hamilton's last year. Mm -hmm. um, I think so too. I think with everything in place, I know you said they're sandbagging. Mercedes is sandbagging right now, but I, but I, I, I see the cracks happening at Mercedes right now. One of the engineers that developed this hybrid winning car for them left last year. You have these new rules and regulations coming out. You're going to have the salary cap. You're going to have the spending cap. You're going to have all these other items. Plus, I still feel there's something into this Lewis Hamilton only signed a one-year contract. Mm -hmm. I think there's something up. Um, and I wish Chad. Yeah, I, think it's his, I think it's his last year. I, I think that's it. He wants to. He wants to. He wants to win one more than Michael Schumacher. Right now, they're tied for for championships. He's already got him on on pole positions. He's already got him on podiums mm -hmm. and races. I think he passed him on races. Yeah. So the only record left is the is the world championship. And right now, him and Michael Schumacher both have seven. And, you know, that's one of those things that once you get eight, there's, it's going to be a long, long time before that record falls, if ever. You know, I, I make a lot of comparisons to the NFL. 
we're not going to see in our lifetime another driver like Lewis Hamilton, I think, to have the sustained greatness that he's had with married with with you know the manufacturer and the car and the, just the team around him and 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 having a great car for so long you know and even at mclaren when he won his first world championships mclaren was winning the constructors championship so he's always had a good good car underneath him and uh you know eight world championships is especially with all the new rules suspending the the you know it's kind of like a video game that we play where you have to have the chips and you got to pick which thing you put in there and you know you got so many things to do and 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 so you know they're asking what are you spending your tokens on for the car well it's going to be great parity but then it's also going to take away anybody's opportunity to win championship after championship after championship after championship which is good in a way because it keeps people interested in the sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, we're already, this is the first year of the first race of 2021. We have the three top podiums and it's the same three top podiums that pretty much, unless the car breaks down or they wreck or they get penalized, always are at the top three. Yeah. So it's hard not to, it's hard to pick against that until we're proven wrong until Hamilton runs a race, runs it clean, has a good car and gets beat by another constructor and another driver he's it's his to lose so uh but i think this is his last year he's going to win the driver championship mercedes will win the constructors championship again and you're right the cracks are there because you you spend so long at a certain level it's hard to maintain egos get involved it's hard to maintain that that greatness uh the fact that you know sports teams can do it or just any team can do it for a sustained amount of time uh is is a testament to the leadership really and mercedes has always been grounded in good leadership but you're right the cracks are showing i think they're kind of getting tired of each other i think lewis is kind of getting tired uh, you know because guys like him need a challenge they need to be challenged and when you're at the top all the time yep. you're just beating the socks off of people i mean he got penalized 10 seconds came out in 14th place and in seven laps got up to ninth or eighth. It's like, well, what are we doing? I wanted to discuss that with you. You tack, on, you tack on five, six more laps and he's in the podium after getting a 10 second delay penalty. But was that him or was that the car? Well, it's a, well, it's gotta be a combination of the both. You, you can't, you have to be a good driver to drive a good car. I mean, you can have the best car in the world, but if you don't have the courage to drive it, to its limits, then it's not going to do anything for you. You know, Russell is one of those guys that has that courage. He just doesn't have a good car. Yeah. You know, then you got other guys that, you know, you could put the best car underneath them you can, and they just don't have the courage to drive it to the limit. And he's got both. He's a great driver. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it was all car and none of it was him. He's a great driver. He'll go down in history as one of the great F1 drivers. And that that is already established. Even if he doesn't win the championship this year, I think it's his last year. Y'all talked about this a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks ago, and I want to come back to it. What if, and Chaz thought you could put him in any car and he'll still win the championship? No. I disagree. I think, I, I think, if he would if he were to drive for Williams, Williams would be mid pack. But he would when it comes right down to it, 
well, if you put him in a Williams car, he's not winning the driver's championship. You put him in a Haas car, forget it. And he'll get frustrated and quit because the car just won't go to the limit that he can drive it. And uh, it, it's not, I don't think it's one of those cases where you stick him in any car and he's going to win the driver's championship. Not at all. I think throughout his career, his ability has always been matched by uh, the, the team's ability to match a car to his ability to get the best out of him and best out of the machine. Cause he's going to get the best out of that machine. He might, he might finish better than dead last, but you're not going to go nose to nose with a Mercedes with a Haas car. There's just no way. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> and I hope somebody from Haas has listened to this. It's pathetic, man. Pathetic. Oh, we just want to get a point this year. What the hell? That's not even the American spirit. You know what I mean? You ought to be putting like missile launchers on that thing. It's like we're taking out everybody. We're going to go in here and just run it. That's the American spirit. I can't believe he said that. Yeah, my rage is about to come back on Hall. So oh. I'm trying to be simple home here. But um, uh, I wish Chaz was here because I, I talking off air. Mike, I, I wanted to pose him that question. He said this many a times, this is when we're doing the show, mm-hmm. um, it's Mercedes. They'll find a way to win. Yes, for this season, possibly, but how long can you say that? How much longer can you say that? Once again, the cracks are there. I, once again, I'm going to die on this hill. Um, I'm not saying by this point next year, but sometime next year, you will not be able to say that maybe towards the end part of the next year, but you want to see slowly seeing this cracks coming in. It's going to start this season. Mm-hmm. And. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, they've had a good run. Mm-hmm. All dynasties come to an end. New England. <laughs> the new one has begun in Tampa Bay. <laughs> For at least the next three years. <laughs> Um, I just saw this and this is going to be like something we, we have not discussed off air, but I just came across an article. Uh, one of my favorite drivers of all time. He's coming back with Alpine Fernando Alonso. Mm. That, that he is better than Hamilton, Verstappen, Vettel, and Raikkonen. That is a bold statement. And, and you know, it. he's gone nose to nose with all of them. Yeah, he's beaten all of them. So he's one of the few drivers that say he 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 has beaten all of them. So, uh, I mean, we could see an upset of the apple cart, and that would be cool if we did. I mean, I understand uh, for anybody watching when we make these predictions, we're just making out the information we have. I would love love to see some unknown dude come out of nowhere and just blow the doors off from Mercedes, be in the points, have it come right down to the last race of the season, you know, have like five guys all have to make us, you know, you know, I'm, I would love to see that and have none of it Mercedes or Lewis Hamilton, not knocking Lewis Hamilton, but that would make the sport more exciting. Uh, having said that, I still think it's Lewis's to lose. And, and when he leaves the sport, he will leave it better than he found it. I still think also, though, it's going to be closer. I think it will also come down to the last race 
or second last race, um, it's going to be closer yeah. than recent years. I think Max will finally give Lewis a run for his money. But that's just me. I can see that. No, I can see that because he's been knocking on the door. He's he's right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I think Honda is really going to throw everything at it this year. And and it could be Verstappen every weekend. With Hamilton second. <laughs> You know, we could see another, we could see another great drama play out like a Lauda Hunt or a Mm. a Post and Senna and, and, you know, that's, that would be awesome to have something like that. Just where they're battling each other every race. It's like everybody else to slow down and let those two go at it. We'll, we'll fight who comes in third, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that actually brings us to our next issue. Uh, another track in the Middle East. It is the new Jeddah Street Circuit. It is has 27 turns. It is the longest street circuit on the calendar, modern calendar, um, just under four miles. It is at 6.175 kilometers. And I'm just seeing like they did it, um, like an illustration of what it looks like when they drove on the course. It is very narrow, very hard to overtake, like many street courses are. Um, yeah, it's, like, it's almost like uh, um, uh, Monte Carlo. Yes. Um, now, one of my favorite courses, and we, we talked about this off air too, Mike, is it's Singapore, because that's one of the very first races I got introduced to. And so that's yeah. in my heart as one of my favorite. However, it is also a course that's very hard to overtake. But just seeing this, it does not have many uh, like long straightaways where people could overtake. And it's just really, I don't know, like with sprint races, I might have to see it firsthand to see how, if I like it or not, but going into this, it doesn't seem too appealing. I don't know if you saw like the simulator of it or not. Yeah, I'm looking at the layout right now. It's, it's unique, but it does remind me a lot of Monte Carlo. Hmm. Very true. You know, it's got the it's got the two ends, which are tight curves. Doesn't have the huge S curve leading into the tunnel like like Monte Carlo does. There, but you're right. There isn't a whole lot of. There's one straightaway. The start finish line is the straightaway. Mm-hmm. And then there's just a lot of sweeping turns. I think there's some good places to overtake. But you're right. It it it's pretty tight. It's pretty claustrophobic. <laughs> Going uh, 200 miles an hour down there is like. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> it's like a TIE fighter trying to blow up a Death Star. Well, it's like... That wouldn't be good as one of those guys on the radio, right? Especially if my driver was driving this, because I'd be like, stay on target. I think on my back end's loose. Stay on target. <laughs> I'm losing steering. Stay on target. <laughs> Probably like Red Bull with Gasly. Push, Gasly. Push, 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 push. I am I'm losing pistons out of my engine. Stay on target. <laughs> oh, my wing came off. Stay on target. 
I think I think my humor would be lost though on the team. I probably wouldn't last long. Probably <laughs> fire. <laughs> I can see that. I can probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but so, I, this is all about money. Trying to get you know another race in the Middle East, which is yeah, which is fine. I mean, you know, but. And we're going to they talk do about it upright. I mean, you gotta. They do it upright. Mm -hmm. And I like those night courses with the lights and the LEDs and the. You know, they're so pretty, very pretty. In fact, I was hoping to get into this later on because we're going to have another discussion. Um, and we'll save this when Chaz comes back. But there's um, the, a potential second. A course for the United States, and it's either posed for either Miami or Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. uh, I presume it's probably going to be on the NASCAR track, like the ovals. However, two things: either one, either Las Vegas or Miami, street course at night. Mm -hmm. That would be cool. Both lit up at night. I think it's going to be absolutely beautiful. Going down the straightaway, going going around the city, whatever the case may be. It is going to be absolutely beautiful at night, but um, some people oh, are fine. I agree. I agree. That would be cool to have another course like that. Mm -hmm. But said before, I might, I might just have to see the uh, Jetta Street course up, up and close. Well, I, I, I'm not going to Saudi Arabia, but up, up close and personal, watching on TV to see how it is. But um, outside going in, doesn't look too appealing. Probably just looks like another Abu Dhabi or Sochi or something like that. It's just like, yeah. well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And lastly, I am. It'll be regrettable if we don't talk about the late Murray Walker on here. I know we're a little oh, part of the latest, latest channel to do this, but um, I was hoping Chaz to be here too. But um, I'm kind of glad you're here, Mike. To talk about him because I mean he leaves a hole. I mean he left a hole when he left, uh, retired back in 2001. But um, he basically revolutionized commentary, not just for Formula One, but across the sport realm. Oh yeah, watching the monitor as the cars going by. I mean he was reported on that. I mean what he what we saw he saw, and that's how he reported it. And it's so beautiful. And just a few of this. One of my favorite, some of his favorite sayings from, from me is, quote, either the car is stationary or it's on the move. <laughs> Next one is he, is. he is literally the John Madden of F1. <laughs> I love this one. The lead car is now 6.9 seconds. In fact, that's just under seven seconds. I love that. And... <laughs> I got two more. I got two more. Um, the lead car is unique in every way, except the one behind it was exactly identical. <laughs> and my favorite, my favorite of all time, there's nothing wrong with the car, except it's on fire. <laughs> and some of his banter with, with uh, Hunt when they were in the booth together, they, they actually had to, they, they unplugged Hunt's microphone and they had to pass the microphone back and forth because they to, to prevent them from talking over each other and they had some of the best singers man because you know he's <laughs> he didn't care and 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, he's great. He was uh, Hunt was pretty dry when it comes to commentary and just and with Murray coming in so explosive like that, they was like almost oh, it was perfect. It's you perfect. think it's oil and water, but it's just uh, oh yeah. But oh, it's it's John Madden and uh, uh, God dang it, his partner. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, who is real dry. But yeah, he, he had some great ones. <laughs> um, anything that stands out for you about Murray Walker there? Any particular race or? Well, it's just you know he's kind of one of the guys, and 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 you're right when he when he when he retired in 2001, it, it's the guy that 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 is the announcer now eerily sounds similar, with the high pitched British accent, and I think they did that by design because that. Like anything else, when 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 you watch a sporting event and there's been a commentator that's been a part of that sporting event for so long, it automatically in your mind connects you to that sporting event. Uh, you know, Murray Walker with F1. You got uh, uh, you know John Madden with with NBC football. You got uh, you know Dandy Don Meredith and in, in uh, God dang, all these names are flying out of my head. <laughs> with boxing, with boxing, uh, I never played the game. What was who's that guy? Oh, uh, I can't believe I can't remember his name. But he was one of the first Monday night broadcast. You know, you just connect it. You connect whatever sporting event that is with that person, and that was that was that was him. And again, he had some great ones. I mean, he was like a, he was like a fan talking about the race like we would sitting in a bar talking about the race yeah and that and that made it cool and it made it special you will be missed but he, he leaves a legacy for as you point out um the commentary now is very eerily mirrored um but yeah. by design mary walker just um and that's one thing i fell in love with formula one other than like nascar and stuff like that it's just like the announcers um they get so excited and even whenever the start of the race lights go out you know yeah. i just you know that anticipation just for the race you know they bring it every single time and i love it yeah martin uh yeah what's his name now let's go and drive looking, me up, looking up the names right now <laughs> But he sounds he sounds a lot like Murray Walker. Yes, he does. Yeah, I can't find him. <laughs> well, we'll put in the comments if you do find it or not. But um... uh, Alex Jacquez. Oh, there Jacquez. you go. Alex Jacquez. And he has that Murray, the high pitched. Kind of fast talking British accent, especially that first. I love listening to the start of the race because it's just he's rapid fire, man. <laughs> he was rapid fire. <laughs> I said before, that's what made me fall in love with Formula One too. It's just like those announcers just like really draws you in. They get excited yeah. about qualifying, which makes me excited about qualifying because that's how you know you start the race. That's how you go. Just like even whenever it's like. 
um, at the very end of qualifying, um, when they go over the race, when the time runs out and they come over the finish line, it's like, and Lewis Hamilton keeps the pole. You know, they're just so excited about it, you know, and just said before. Again. But they also huge surprise. <laughs> but they get excited about that. They get excited about you know lights go out and the lights go out and start of the race. You know they just get so pumped up and especially into turn one. If it's like someone like Monza in turn one, you know there's there's going to be a wreck. There's going oh, to yeah. be people hitting one another and they just like and you can see like Sebastian Vettel hits Lewis Hamilton. Oh my God! They go out in the gravel. You know it's like it's it's, it's Hamilton out of the race. Hamilton, two flat tires, going back to the pit row in the first, first lap. Here's the Jetta Street Circuit in 2021. I'm wow, got a flat tire. That's awesome. That's I love that. Um, but yeah, he'll be missed. And I said before, it would be uh, regrettable if we don't talk about him. And I'm kind of glad you were here to do that with Mike and just. Um, yeah, you know, it's eerily resemble, but I mean, there's nothing, nobody like Barry Walker. Yeah. Nope. One of the greats. One of the greats. But that would do it for us this week. Um, in the meantime, join us on Twitter. We're going to have a new poll out for you. Who's better? Who's going to have a better season? Sergio or Carlos? Make sure you vote on that on Twitter. And once again, like, share, and subscribe for us, please. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button so we can grow and you can stay informed for us. And we'll see you next time right here on The Form of Racing.